Ah, yes, it's another edition of MLB Morning Coffee coming at you. Today is Thursday, April 23rd, 2020. It is the eve of the NFL draft. I understand that baseball is not completely in the news right now, but here at the Ocean Avenue Studios in San Francisco, we did want to bring you something today. We hope that you enjoyed our conversation with Tyler Ullman, a.k.a. Fastball 360, about what minor league baseball is now facing with them sacrificing 42 of their own teams to Major League Baseball. We appreciate our conversation with Charlie Eagley, who gave us a top 10 Indians list. But today I want to talk about something that was more of at the forefront when we first started this podcast back in February. The first episode that we ever did on this show was in regards to the Houston Astros, their punishments, and what it meant for the game of baseball. For all of these months, we were waiting on Major League Baseball's punishment of the Boston Red Sox, who were implicated along with the Astros in this scandal. A lot of people felt like the Astros' punishments, and let's just review them for a sec. They banned Jeff Luno, the GM, for a year. They banned A.J. Hinch, the manager, for a year. They took away their first and second round pick in the 2020 MLB draft. They fined them the maximum $5 million, which is a drop in the bucket. So Major League Baseball yesterday comes out with their suspension for the Red Sox, which kind of flutters under the radar because of what's going on with COVID-19. And if we were in a normal baseball season, we would be talking about this as the first headline on all of our pages. We would. That is what this world has done to us, though, is that it has taken the virus and the fact that it's April 23rd, there's no baseball, opening day, was supposed to have been a month ago this upcoming Sunday. And we're sitting here with no baseball and trying to come up with all these different contingency plans about how to get baseball started again. We're talking about the minor leagues deciding to sacrifice themselves. We're talking about playing all of the games in Arizona or Arizona and Florida or now this new plan of Arizona, Florida, and Texas. There's just a different trial balloon that seemingly goes up in the air every week and it eventually gets popped by the realization that none of this is really that practical. But Major League Baseball did make news with their suspension of Alex Cora, who, despite mutually parting ways with the Red Sox, was suspended for the entire 2020 season. The Red Sox were also stripped of their 2020 second-round draft pick. They also have barred J.T. Watkins, their replay operator, from working anywhere in baseball in 2020 and from working as a replay operator in 2021. However, the report also stipulates that Alex Cora was punished not for his role with the Red Sox, but for his role with the Astros. So basically, there was not enough fire here for Major League Baseball to come down as harshly as they did on the Astros, which we talk about harshly in the juxtaposition of the word because while they gave some of their harshest penalties under the CBA, many people didn't think that they were harsh at all. And these punishments pale in comparison to the Astros. Now, the biggest question that has been raised by a lot of people that cover baseball, a lot of people that follow baseball, is what happens to these suspensions if there's no Major League season in 2020? And I think that it is ever more likely that we're facing the reality of no Major League Baseball in 2020. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti, we brought this up a couple of episodes ago, said that there's going to be no pro sports in the city until 2021. 
which means no baseball in Los Angeles. More than likely, even though it's not the same jurisdiction, no baseball in Anaheim. I would be surprised if New York Mayor Bill de Blasio, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, San Francisco Mayor London Breed, and other mayors in Major League Baseball cities to come out and say, we're not having pro sports here, it's too big of a risk. The population centers of where these teams are are what make it as big of a risk as it is to have Major League Baseball fans in those stadiums. Now that's not even underscoring the fact that the NBA has their season on hold and they've made no decision about what they're going to do. The NHL has their season on hold. They had thought about doing one of these bubble plans in North Dakota, but that was quickly shot down. And the reason why I bring this up, and I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. I don't want to have people say, well, you keep talking about the same subject in circles over and over and over again. And granted, that's what it feels like. It feels like we're in the movie Groundhog Day, which, by the way, I was actually watching that on Netflix the other day. It is the perfect movie to describe the period in time that we're in right now. I feel like I'm Bill Murray, and I'm in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Although I'm not in Punxsutawney, there's no blizzard, and I don't have Punxsutawney Phil the Groundhog with me. Which, by the way, would you imagine a groundhog as a pet? I think it could be a pretty good pet if you took care of it the right way. I don't know what it eats. Maybe it's just like, as Bill Murray says in the movie, an overinflated squirrel or whatever the heck he used to describe it. But anyways, I think that Major League Baseball is facing a problem in regards to these punishments because if there's no season, how do you proceed in regards to the punishment of the personnel? And here's why I bring that up. The labor agreement that was agreed to by the MLBPA and Major League Baseball effectively doled out $170 million that they could use to be able to pay Major League players over the course of the year if there is no season. So we got that covered. But it also grants everybody a full year of service time. So if you're on a one-year contract, you get paid the money that is doled out in that agreement, not your original contract, but in that agreement, and then you become a free agent. It's almost as if the year happened without happening. Does the same thing happen With these suspensions, is A.J. Hinch good to manage in 2021 if there's no season in 2020? Can Jeff Luno work in baseball again in 2021? Not that he will if there's no season in 2020. Same thing with Alex Cora. Is that going to be the case? I don't know how baseball handles this. And if baseball does not uphold these suspensions for 2021, if there's no season in 2020, then what was the point of suspending them in the first place? It's almost as if you punished them from a season that didn't happen. Rob Manfred is dealing with a lot of PR right now, a lot of bad PR. And this report coming out was just an eventuality that came out at probably the wrong time. It came out at a time when there's a lot of other things that are at the forefront of society. But I also feel like you can't use the coronavirus and the lack of baseball right now as an excuse for not giving a just punishment. If Major League Baseball doesn't uphold these punishments going into a 2021 season, then what are we doing here? What was the point of even punishing them in the first place? You effectively punished them and suspended them for a season that didn't happen, which they didn't know at the time when they started these investigations. Nobody knew. Nobody had any idea that sports were going to be affected in the way that they were. That's the simple fact. Nobody had any idea that sports weren't going to be happening when this punishment came out. 
And so now Major League Baseball is once again going to have to save face on this if and when a season begins. They're going to have to modify it. And Rob Manfred, the next time he steps in front of a microphone to talk about something that isn't COVID-19 related, he will have to answer for this. He will have to be able to give a justification for the decision he makes in regards to these suspensions. And what is he going to say that is going to make the public feel like he made the right decision? And based on what we know from Rob Manfred, the answer is probably not a whole hell of a lot. Because that is what he has done to the baseball fan and to the baseball community at this point. He has created a culture of distrust of him to do the right thing. Whether it's in regard to minor league contraction or rules to speed up the game of play or what have you, Rob Manfred just seems to stick his foot in a puddle of cold water on the street whenever he can. But circling back to the Red Sox, I mean, people have made a story about this, but I just don't think that there's much of a story. I think that the report effectively said that the Red Sox didn't do nearly as much as the Astros did. And the reason that they punished him this way is that they had to justify their punishment of the Astros, even if they didn't believe in hindsight that that punishment was the right thing to do. That's my opinion. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it wrong. But if you set a standard for a punishment at one level, you have to keep it that way. You can't just say that, oh, our first punishment is wrong, go back on it by making a more severe punishment for a case that wasn't nearly as severe. This is a story, but it's a non-story at the same time. I think that there are a lot more pressing issues at the forefront. The only issue is going to be if these suspensions are upheld into 2021 if there's no Major League season in 2020. And I think that there's going to be more clarity on that within the next two months. And I say two months because I think MLB is going to hold out as long as possible. But again, at what point does it become too late to actually play a full season and does it amount for anything? This has been another edition of MLB Morning Coffee, a production of the Ocean Avenue Studios here in San Francisco, California. We kept it short today just because there wasn't a whole lot of news, but I wanted to get this Red Sox thing off of my chest. If you want to subscribe to the show, do so. Hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you might get your podcasts. Write a review, leave a rating, subscribe as I already said, tell a friend, tell a coworker, tell your mother, tell your father, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell your dog, tell your cat, tell your frog, if you have a pet frog, which might be a little bit weird. But anyway, make sure you spread the word of the show. We are trying to get these produced at a higher level. We are working to get to the goal of being the best baseball podcast around. Nobody's delivering more content. Nobody is giving you something six days a week like we are. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. And as always, we'll catch you in the AM.